Hey, everybody. Welcome to Improv FAQ at length. This is a series of longer conversations about improv topics that have lots of questions surrounding them. I'm James Quesada. And I'm Bob Wick. And we have two very special guests with us uh, for this Halloween episode of uh, a Show and Tell. Uh, PJ Cox and Jen Hansen. Welcome. Yay, thank you. Hey. Uh, yeah, uh, thanks so much for joining. And um, very, very excited to talk about, I, I think, one of all of our favorite shows, uh, which is Stage Fright, uh, a Halloween one-act show. And um, I'll throw it to the two of you to give a description of what that show is to start us out. Jen, you want to take it? <laughs> sure. Uh, Stage Fright is a, um, if anybody's familiar with Noises Off or something like that, it's very much a show within a show. It's a um, mediocre local theater production of Dracula that uh, while that is going on on stage, there is a zombie outbreak around the theater and uh, zombies, of course, get into the theater and somebody gets bit and then, but the show must go on. So it is the actors trying to continue the Dracula play while everything falls apart around them. Yeah. And it's, it's so great. Uh, it's, it's, it was an hour long show and um, directed by Pete and Jen directed and written by Pete and Jen um, and then assisted assistant directed by Bob and I was That's lucky to me. play Dracula and it was my very first uh, show at Go Comedy uh, which That's is right. Yeah. Right. Well, very first written show anyway. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it was an exciting landmark for me um, as well. So um, can you, do you guys remember I mean obviously like it's a Halloween show so like uh, a major impetus is like Halloween is coming up uh, when you decide to do it but like um, do you remember where like the concept came from or like, uh, just the, well, I, re I, re I remember, uh, so the year before we wrote, uh, because we only do shows that rhyme, we wrote space fight, <laughs> which was the, uh, the star Wars parody. And, uh, we like the, the following winter we had, uh, like, lunch with pj and he wanted to know like what other shows we were working on and we were like oh we've got a great idea for a halloween show and he was like sweet and then three four months went by and we hadn't written anything and pj messaged us and was like okay you guys have the month of october it's locked in we were like oh 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 cool cool okay uh, uh. Oh, okay <laughs> uh so like at first it was going to be a sketch show um, and and I think we had also been talking about, I, I'm bad with timelines, but I know at one point there was talk about wanting to do like a kid's show on the weekend, like like one of the early go puppet shows uh, on yeah. weekends. And then during the week doing a late night show that was like backstage uh, at that and everything that was, was, you know, going wrong. And that was more of the adult show. And I think that idea sort of morphed into um, uh just doing a a backstage or a, a show within a show. Um, but yeah, so then, and I know, was it Tilson Street? Is that the, yeah. the street that has a, so we were going to do a show that took place on Tilson Street. Um, I know I still have a script somewhere about two skeletons trying to have dinner. <laughs> um, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> <and> then, <laughs> 
And then we landed on uh, the, the Dracula play. Yeah. Um, so Tilson Street, in case people don't know, there is a street in Romeo that goes, it's, it's more like a block now, that goes bananas with Halloween. And they yeah. do, you know, thousands of dollars of animatronic props and they get sponsored. And it's like a, it's like a haunted house that's an entire neighborhood. And it's really, really cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I, I didn't know that. Uh and yeah, we were gonna do something like uh, I because I because I, I know about like all the or not I know about but when I was younger, uh, my family would drive through all the big like Christmas streets like that. Um, yeah, you know, yeah. at some point in the December season. But yeah, I would have loved to have known about the Halloween Street. I would have definitely. Yeah, that's terror on Tilson Street. I don't know if it happened this year, but uh, but it's really cool to see it to see it going. Usually, yeah, look it up on YouTube or something. You should be able to find something. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. But um, so we started writing. I don't know. There was something. There's always something so funny about bad local theater and and bad theater trying to be really earnest. Yeah. 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 And so so um, I want to know about the uh, writing process uh, and and like because you you two had uh, written plenty before and written your show together. Um, but the uh, probably the, the unique thing that I remember you two talking about in uh, writing it or or talking about writing it once we were in the rehearsal process is that uh, uh, because um, so the zombie apocalypse starts uh, the er Eric Heilner who played the stagehand gets bit and starts turning into a zombie and he starts biting and infecting uh, other other people. Uh, and so as cast members of the play start turning into zombies, they stop being able to play the parts that they're supposed to be playing. And some people yeah. have to uh, swap hats and switch costumes and play characters. So, so there, there, there's like it a, a couple layers of, of characters um, where like, James is a character in the script uh, and has dialogue, and then Dracula has uh, lines, uh, and then when James has to play somebody else as Mina, then you have to like be juggling all these names in the script. So, like, what was it like trying to keep all that was, stuff in writing? It's the most complicated script I've ever written. And it was so incredibly convoluted. Yeah. Uh, uh, Pete and I, I distinctly remember us sitting in this room and the yeah. only way we could make sense of it was we had all of these little Lego figures out on a oh, no, no. little thing. No, it, that was the second phase. Oh God, was it? Because I, I, re I remember this because we were arguing because um, neither of us could understand who was saying what in the script. And I was like, okay, I'm James. <laughs> This mannequin head is Peterson. That book is Bloomer. Yeah. The dog is Carrie. And Ted walked in and just stared at us while we're all hold, like holding mannequin heads and, and, and masks. And being like, this makes sense. What's the matter with you? And then, he came, and then Ted came in with a Lego tray with a bunch of Lego figures so oh, that we could do it that way. Instead of screaming at each other with mannequin heads, because you're right, it was so it was so incredibly convoluted. And I think the script, uh, I think the script would have like James parentheses real James parentheses as Mina, and so it was just like yeah. not only pages of stage direction, it was just pages of yeah. who you were and Names. who you were playing Names. at the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you guys all, did all, a great job. Uh, you know, by the end of it, I, right. I think we could all follow the script just fine yeah. but, but it, I, i'm sure that it, like even though you're not even doing it for like uh you're not submitting it anywhere it's really it's it's going to be directed by you so you don't yeah. need to like 
follow anybody's rules, but still it's, I mean, it's yeah. got to be tough to like, how, 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 just making a choice on how to format that, like James slash Mina, James has Mina, like, yeah, I think well, we, Pete, Pete and I had worked together so many times and we'd worked together on shows and we had, you know, this very similar sensibility with a lot of stuff. So once we got it to a point where it made sense in both of our heads and I could look at Pete and be like, okay, but this is, and you, yeah, 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 you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I think we knew it would be difficult to explain, but we could get everybody there, especially if we got everybody in a room and could start blocking and talking people through things. It's like, this is going to make sense. It's going to be cool. I just don't know if I can explain it. And yeah. it started really simple too, because, well, the writing process started simple because what we did, the three of us, the first thing we did was we watched a really old version of, of Dracula. I don't remember which version. Uh, uh, I can't remember, but I know we just, we basically just made a script for Dracula yeah. because yeah. there really wasn't a, a, a script for a Dracula show necessarily. Yeah. The first step was we wrote a Dracula play based on an old movie. And then I somewhere in my basement, I have a notebook that says kill list. <laughs> and it's the order in which you guys all died because we had to figure out who would die first and in what order so that when we make because all of the scenes between the actors take place in the transitions of the Dracula play. So we had to figure out what order you guys would die so that we could figure out who covered what part as the show continued. Yeah. Um, and who really, was working injured and who was, uh, who was getting yeah. attacked next. Uh, really quick, James, how do you feel to know that, that Pete has a, a kill list in his basement and it has your name on it somewhere. <laughs> it does not surprise me. <laughs> But you're you're number five or six, bud. You okay. Aww. That's friendship. <laughs> um. So, uh, Bob, w yep. when when did you, were you brought on at any point during the writing process, or was it just uh, like after you were ready to get Every, it done? Everything was pretty much done. Uh, that's when I was working nights. So Pete would text me and like, oh, and by the way. James is Dracula, but halfway through it, he's going to be playing Bloomer's part. And like, I'm trying to build a car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but they, they, um, they, they yeah, yeah. But like, were, when we got to the point where we started like, like blocking and, and getting props together and everything, that's when. And the, the deeper into the script, I, I, I don't think this, there, there was a point where it was like, we can't add any more actors. Right. And but then after that it was like, but what if we add Jeff Mance playing the piano? He has no lines, but he becomes a zombie. Oh yeah. And then and then accidentally plays Happy Birthday partway through the show. <laughs> what if we just add that real quick? Just easily, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So this was a cast of like ten, right? Nine or ten. Yeah, yeah, this was a big group. I'll have to. We'll have to add um, some. Uh, pictures. There's some really cool cast photos uh, of like after the show, um, everybody in like blood and uh, zombie makeup and stuff. Yeah. Um, well, wasn't that the big note you guys got about hey, the stage, when you guys are done. Uh... <laughs> yeah, it's very rare for a show at an improv theater or a go specifically um, because it's improv. It's a lot of very light costuming, very light um, 
you know, props, things like that. It's, it's all sort of more imagined. But this, uh, we really wanted it to be, you know, a gory, a little bit more of a detailed experience. I had done, um, I had worked on Evil Dead the musical and mm-hmm. um, Night of the Living Dead the musical and done a lot of props and costumes and stuff for that. So I wanted this to be, I, we both wanted this to be something that was actually gory, actually felt like, I wanted to, I thought it would, the, the more realistic we could make it, the funnier it was going to be. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I, there were two yeah. notes that we got from PJ um, that, the, because we had apparently made it too scary. Yes. Um, because. Too at, scary for the audience or too scary for, for the PJ? audience? Well. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. um, but it was, it because at one point there's a big explosion um, outside and the power goes out. And we wanted to trip the emergency uh, uh, floodlights in the theater to oh, add yeah. to it. And we had an, emer- an emergency message that was broadcast on a computer because that's something that happens. Yeah. Um, I really forgot about that. That's like at the uh, very end, right? No, it's in the, uh, it's it's in the, the middle. And the ending. Oh, right? okay. In the middle and yeah. then at the end. Yeah. But our emergency message was... Uh, was too realistic was the note from pj so we had to (laughs) tweak it to make it more of a parody because uh, because we didn't actually want the audience to think that i think he was worried about like a war of the world scenario and Ah. uh, yeah people panicking but yeah (laughs) we could have just Um, put a warning on the door like when we use a gunshot (laughs) yeah uh so uh, first of all, here, let me do this real, real quick because I found. Oh. Yay! <laughs> um, so it, it it gives me a lot of anxiety, even just thinking about um, all the effects and costumes and stuff that uh, went into it. Um, like, uh, I, I, I mean, it's part of the reason that I honestly love uh, improv shows is because you uh, there's no real commitment to, <laughs> to produce the uh, dressing and. and um, stage production um but with a show like this it, it really is like above and beyond even what most sketch any sketch shows really do um mm-hmm. so like um i don't know like what was what was well, the conversation about like what what you what you could do were there were there things you wanted to do that you didn't end up doing um or did you pretty much pull off everything you wanted to i think we pulled out everything we wanted to. i, I think so i think I think we kind of knew our limitations at the theater. Um, you know, if it was up to me, it would have been enormous blood sprays and, you know, really <laughs> ridiculous stuff. And we ended up with just kind of ridiculous stuff, uh, yeah, which I was totally happy with. And <laughs> yeah. had, a, had a people wear like, a ponchos and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it helped coming off of um, Evil Dead and uh, Night of the Living Dead because those were both, those both had like, theatrical immersive elements in them and they were both um shows with character transformations and a lot of big blood work and and stuff like that uh so it was it was really good experience seeing how much you could convey with with a how much it took to convey that uh that gore i guess yeah yeah, and so you made, um, if I remember, you made like basically Rice Krispies, right, or like uh, marshmallow treats that were dyed yep. with 
blood and whatnot. Yeah. So there were, um, yeah, all the guts were like pink, uh, uh, marshmallow rice crispy things with, uh, like pink food coloring in it. And, uh, I think some chocolate stuff and maybe some licorice. I don't know. For a while I was really good at making edible guts. Yeah. I can't remember what's <laughs> in everything now. I know and we had intestines too. What the hell were in the intestines? Oh man. I, yeah, I you'd have to I, ask I, Bloomer. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I'm also, um, I'm also trying to remember, uh, we did it two years yeah. and, um, yeah. and, uh, and both shows and we, we can, we can shift gears and also talk about like actually putting the show up and how, how the show it run itself went. But, um, uh, there was a lot of cleanup in both runs of the show, you know, where we would get off stage and then everyone would, uh, was supposed to run around and, and start picking up all the little bits of brains and. Guts <laughs> and, stuff and stuff. So, so funny story about that. After the run of the show, um, we were tasked with uh, doing like a deep clean of the theater, and uh, eight days later, uh, Lily was born. So I I didn't do the deep clean <laughs> because I was at the hospital. So poor Jen had to do it all by herself. Oh. <laughs> uh, because I had a newborn. <laughs> I mean, it made sense. I guess given the choice between cleaning a theater and dealing with a newborn, I, you know, yeah. it's fine. I can, Weird. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it really, so, so it was, uh, uh, because of all the special effects, uh, there'd be like blood. We had to like mop up and then we had to like, like I said, pick, pick up stuff with our, uh, our yeah. by hand too. Um, but, uh, if I remember right, I thought that, um, you maybe changed something from first year to second year that made it more, uh, a little easier to clean up. Uh, do you remember that at all, Jen? God, I might have used a more washable formula for the blood. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I, I added stuff so it would be a little easier to do, um, especially just because we didn't have, you know, we, we still had a pretty limited budget, uh, which I blew through and then some very quickly. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we didn't have multiple costumes. So I was like taking home right. the stuff at the end of the show. Everybody, I would go around like, you know, reverse santa and take everybody's costumes and take them home and wash them and then uh and then bring yeah, them back. that's how reverse santa works yeah. oh, man. <laughs> not the position just um well. yeah i don't remember what else uh what else we really changed with the show i think we yeah. we probably streamlined some of the props once we found out you know what really wasn't necessary and what could kind of be mimed. Um, yeah. So it was just to make it a little easier, but I think just for that theater space, um, I know we're going to talk more about what we would change and what we would do differently in the future. But um, uh, I, I think that if we were doing this at like an actual theater, uh, I probably would want to go bigger with all of that stuff with yeah. all the blood mm -hmm. effects and props and, and stuff like that and have stage hands to help instead of making you guys what? do it in sure, between. Yeah. Well, I, you know, it's a character specifically to move props. And right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, truthfully, okay, okay. So, so uh, let's 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 shift gears and talk about and talk about the uh, actual run of the show and like the how the audience responded and everything. Because um, I'm sorry, I, real, real 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 quick. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I because I I watched I watched it last night. Uh, and I started having uh. Uh, like traumatic traumatic flashbacks to directing it because there's there is one scene where Michelle is playing Dan's part and uh, Carrie is 
playing Carrie's part and holding a skeleton that represents Bloomer. Papandria is on the ground playing his part while Jeff is a zombie eating or trying to kill Brian and Bloomer shows up as a zombie to try to kill Carrie. And I ended up having to split that scene into three chunks to direct it because I couldn't, we couldn't like. There's too much going on. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, so it was like, uh, okay, uh, you guys just stand there and say your lines. I'm going to organize what happens with Carrie and Bloomer. Cool. You, yeah. can, you guys stay over there. I'm going to organize what happens with Brian and Jeff. Okay. Now we're going to do the part where you guys are actually acting in the scene because this yeah. is so traumatic and I can't handle what's happening around me. Because even if it looked like I, there were probably, there could have been times that it looked really chaotic to the audience and that we were just, you know, having other characters do things for fun. But really, because we had that framework for that Dracula show, they really were keeping that show going. Yeah. I think otherwise, like we could not have kept it straight in our head. So we had to have something that was the outline and the thing that they were working towards and the things that the thing that we could fuck around with. Um, so they were still. So we were trying to stick to that yeah. as much as possible. Yeah. But then on the other end of it, it was super fun because anytime uh, you guys in rehearsal would fuck up a line, if it sounded funny or if it sounded like <laughs> someone who's losing blood would mess up that line, we'd keep it. Yeah. Yeah. So like there were a ton of times that lines got flubbed in rehearsal where I was like, nah, we're going to we're going to keep that. <laughs> like, I think at one point it was supposed to Dan was supposed to say uh the creature can smell your fear. <laughs> and he yeah. fucked up and said flare. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We're keeping it. The damn right the creature can smell your flare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah, so so uh People loved it. Um, I mean, people love Halloween shows, and I think this one yeah. just delivered on everything that you would want out of a, a Halloween show. Um, like six years, the uh, people kept the because however many actors kept saying "Sorry, Michelle." Yeah. <laughs> show, "Sorry, Michelle" became like a catchphrase for a few years. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, uh, were there any any anything that was uh? pleasantly surprising or interesting about the way like the feedback you got from it or, or uh, the reasons people liked it and whatnot that you can remember? I remember being relieved that people liked it as much as they did. Not that they wouldn't enjoy a Halloween show, but because it's so, it's a little weird. It's a little convoluted. I was like, eh, is this just going to be too complicated and too goofy for people? And people were totally on board with it. I mean, right. people were coming back to see it multiple times and just really had a lot of fun with it. So that was, that was a delight to yeah. see. Yeah. Again, I think, I think it's one of those, it's like a, it, it makes, it's so much harder to follow on paper, but it actually makes right. uh easier sense. It, acting it out <laughs> like, yeah. but, but but i mean it just feels like oh man there's there's too many layers going on but really like uh the, you guys did such a great job directing it uh and and the performances and everything and, and so yeah it what feels like it could just be a hot mess of um story to follow uh actually probably felt pretty simplified uh because you guys did have heavy lifting in putting it together oh shucks yeah. <laughs> it was and and we really lucked out, I think, because the cast was so 
into it and the cast was so amazing yeah. and willing to do whatever and willing to there was a lot of patience among the cast too to you know let pete kind of figure out all of those those beats or let us kind of sit there and figure out how something was going to look because we we weren't coming into it with we kind of had to see how it was going to work out when we put it right. up on its feet yeah and uh yeah everybody was great with that time. There was some stuff that made really, really good sense on paper, and then as soon as it was uh, as it was on stage, it was like, "What the hell is?" Yeah, this, this is not going to work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so, so I, I, I'm trying to remember exactly how much um, work we did with uh, the special effects things before opening night, because now that you mentioned that, Jen, of 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 like uh, trying things out and being willing to go for it with uh, certain aspects, I, I think. I think I, I want to say the uh, like the blood squirt thing. I might yeah. not have gotten into like <laughs> opening night. Uh, and there were a couple of us that would use these little um, like capsule tubes um, to uh, when we bit somebody to yeah. squirt it on their neck or whatever yeah. and, and make blood yeah. squirt. Um, uh, those were uh, Pantene deep conditioning treatment bottles. Yeah, uh, yeah. I found uh, <laughs> there was so much to do, and yeah. you know we in hindsight it would have been smart to pull in other people to help but it just at the time i was like oh no it'll be fine we'll just we'll do it it's, it's no big deal and um but yeah those were so we had those little blood tubes uh bloomer had like a big bag of blood that she would hold yeah. on her neck as she was starting to bleed out because we wanted it to be this really ridiculous amount of blood just pouring out of her there in the in the recording uh at one point because she's got the thing on her neck she bows to Dave <laughs> and oh just, yeah fountain of blood like just goes it's just so disturbing yeah oh, in the in the recording i think it's in that scene at one point some random woman in the audience went oh my god <laughs> <laughs> yeah yep 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 and uh when, which is such that, a delight oh god that's yeah, exactly what you want to hear when mm -hmm. when that happened like that got a laugh but like Carrie Parmenter like pointed at the lady and was like, I know, do something. Like just the <laughs> amount of blood that was coursing on Bloomer. This <laughs> just one lady. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that up on uh, is that up on YouTube, Pete? Yeah. Okay. Cool. I should watch if you, it. If if yeah. you search stage fright and Bob's name mm. on the YouTube, it should be the first thing that pops up. Excellent. Hmm. Yeah, which my mom had been waiting for that for years. Um, Sorry. Like, oh. up... <laughs> Bob was busy, busy putting 40,000 other videos up on YouTube. Uh, and also, I don't know if we said this specific year, but this was 2011, right? Um, right. That the first run of it was. Um, and uh, then for, I mean, up until like uh, a month ago, um, every, every, about every other time that I mentioned, you know, the next thing that I'm working on, um, my mom will go, you know what I really liked is that stage fright show. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I'll be like, I know you do. <laughs> I'll, I'll let you know if I find it on YouTube. Uh, um, and, uh, and yeah, it, it, it's up there now. So she, she's very happy about that too. Well, good. Um, yeah. but, uh, yeah. So going back to the special effects stuff, cause, uh, part, part of, I think you, you two were nudging the cast, to um, Try to keep it somewhat controlled, but like hit someone in the audience with the blood if you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was 
it's this very difficult targeting. It's like, if you're going to hit something, hit a person, but uh, only yeah. like people who seem like they're in the front row and they kind of want to get hit. Don't go too far. For God's sake, don't get it on the curtains at the theater. We're never going to end up. <laughs> we'll get shit forever from uh, oh, Tommy. Yeah, yeah. Aim for the stage, yeah. but also for a person, but don't get it on the carpet. Yeah. That sweet spot. Yeah. yeah. I remember. Like you guys are kids um, with Play-Doh. Yeah, right. <laughs> I I there there's a moment where I would uh jump out from behind the um offstage uh, emergency exit door um to kill Carrie and uh I, with my little what was it again Neutrogena um I would my goal is to try to bank shot it like just so it splashes <laughs> kind of like off of Carrie's neck, but there yeah. there was at least one night where I missed Carrie's neck entirely, and it just squirted like like a sniper just uh, outright <laughs> in, in the front row. Just, um, and I don't, I don't even know if anybody but the person who got hit by it knew that it was flying through the air. Um, but again, I think people love that about about the like Halloween horror show right. experiences is, is some yeah. a little bit of like a flash zone, right? Yeah. Yeah, very much so. Um, <clears throat> we had, I think we had talked about doing like a splash zone or something. And I think that was, that was uh, nicked, nixed pretty uh, quickly. Fast. By the, yeah. I remember that. The powers that be, but. Um, um, well, uh, uh, I know there's still some blood stains somewhere on the, on the stage. There's oh, they're still up there. Yeah. There's still, yeah. there's still blood spatter all over that theater. Is that true? There's still some spots that you can see. I remember there was one backstage for the longest time before they painted the walls. Uh, <laughs> that was just like this blood smear. Uh, or maybe it was makeup or something, but it was in the back hallway and it was like, ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. The back hallway used to have, um, because people would just dump stuff out the back door. And I remember there would just be these like rivulets of just blood rolling down the, yeah. into the parking lot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, we were very much kids, kids it, just like in trouble. Like you said, kids with Play-Doh, uh, backstage, just like, yeah, I can't help it. <laughs> but it was great. You guys were so gung ho for every, for everything. And even there were times that you had to, you know, that changing makeup that you had to do when you became, uh, zombies, we'd have little like makeup kits planted on bits of the stage yeah. so you would have to like sort of fall with your like head and a, one arm off stage so you could like quickly do your, your makeup as best you could just doing it blind but it worked yeah, really well because yeah like dan dan died on stage and nobody moved him so like he had to fall behind the archway and when jeff died he just fell on his keyboard so jeff right, left right, the yeah. stage so he had to like hide underneath his keyboard and like do his zombie makeup. I so forgot they, about that. They had to do that blind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were, we were like, like you said, doing the quick, quick change makeup. And even with like the mirrors back there, which we couldn't really turn on the light. Cause, cause the, um, the, the curtains would be open, uh, yeah. past like the halfway point of the show that like, there's a pretty clear shot from the audience to backstage. And we just have like the blue light on. So you, you still have to do it in kind of like, uh, half half light but we at least had a little bit of light in the mirror <laughs> dan and jeff just were on their sides scooping out makeup yeah <laughs> finger painting well i remember too because i think it was jeff's idea but uh carrie has a monologue at one point and she looks at him like for comfort 
and he coughed up blood. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so, like, at one point, he put like a pellet in his mouth, and then as soon as she looked at him, he just would be like, Glow! and the blood would pour. <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, and and so I gotta say, uh, as uh, just learning experience or or most memorable experience uh doing the show as a cast member um being dracula uh that that I'll, i will never forget um the very first night you know i thought it was so cool to be dracula and 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 uh to begin with again like in in the show and for halloween and, and you were whatever. such a good dracula james my god oh, you were that, such a fine entrance that yeah. entrance one of the best entrances of any, any next and to again, disco cat i mean the first scripted show I've ever done, um, uh, outside of like high school or college, uh, you know, and even then, it's it's a it's a, it's a big, uh, you know, deal for me. And um, getting those doors to open, and then coming out in the uh, Dracula costume, which uh, Jen very beautifully designed, um, I, and and then a, a round of applause <laughs> just for the entrance. Walking on I'll never forget. Of like, wow. The power of staging and like orchestrating a moment, uh, even during a comedy show, um, can can really have like a, a very cool effect. And I, and I think just about every show, um, uh, th there was some kind of applause for that entrance. Um, yeah. Which yeah. I've well, never, I, I, even though like I've <laughs> I've hardly ever experienced that for any other reason. Maybe Tall Prince was like another one that got kind of yeah, yeah. Entrance, but yeah. Uh, yeah. I think that show, like maybe it's a lot of Halloween shows too, but that show had an energy that's almost, it's not the same as like a Rocky horror or something, but everybody knows they're going in to see something that's kind of fun and scary. So like yeah. anything that's done well, it's not just the enjoyment of it, but also just like, Oh, that's so cool. I'm so excited. Well, and, and, and James, you did such a great, a great yeah. job with it. Like, like the, just the presence you had coming out as Dracula. And then like what we were talking about before we came on the air like in the next scene, you're playing James, and like you're like Redfield, ah. and then two seconds later, you're like James. What are you doing out here? It's spooky back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, to go from all like oozing all this charisma to ah, it's like, spooky yeah. back there. Yeah, yeah. what's so, definitely fun too is is having is playing around with the contrast between uh like whoever I like for I'm sure. Uh, like Dan and and uh, uh, Brian would agree to that that like because they have such like uh, they put on like a big character voice uh, for yeah. their Dracula characters, uh, but then get to be kind of like wimpy um, <laughs> once shit starts hitting the fan, and that was definitely a fun uh, element to play too. Is is those two different roles? Yeah, um, and the one thing we haven't uh, haven't mentioned uh, yet is the the gimmick we had was that it, it was a community theater production, but it was in theory, an original Dracula play written uh, and directed oh. by Gideon West. That's mm, yeah. right. It was Gideon oh, West Dracula. Uh, yeah, so, Chris, Chris didn't have an alter ego. He was just Gideon the whole time, right? Yeah. Just Gideon West the whole show and everything was a nuisance to him. Like at one point while somebody's crying about, I think Bloomer having died, he starts complaining that the transitions are taking too long. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like at, at the end, as he's dying, his last line is, finish my monologue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, which he Michelle uh, is the does. 
last one standing. Yeah. Also, hi, Michelle. She commented way Michelle. earlier. But, oh, uh, Michelle's there. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. And Michelle was the stage manager, right? That was that was the role. Yeah, yeah. Michelle's job was right. the stage manager. And then she ends up really being the glue that holds everything together until the very end. And the end yeah. of it really, I mean, that end bit really is pretty creepy. Yeah. 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 And and that's that's when uh so uh, oh yeah, because because how how is it stage? It, Michelle's finishing the monologue, and then are we all creeping up? Yeah, behind? she's got a spot. Yeah, you guys are all eating Peterson, uh, just like <laughs> upstage, and then a spotlight's on Michelle, so that she's trying to do the monologue dressed as Dan, one shoe on, one shoe on, and a sock on her hand to represent Peterson's character, um, and she's trying to read oh, yeah. a script that is covered in blood to finish this monologue and then it, it ends with Eric the zombie like grabbing her and pulling her out of the the spotlight and then it goes dark. Right. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then and then there's a moment where like the there's a curtain, there's like a fake curtain, right? Uh but it's just everybody dead laying down on stage and the emergency broadcast again, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, the, the end of it is this is the emergency broadcast. If you're hearing this, we're all dead. Yes. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, uh, the, 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 uh, the Dawn of the Dead uh, music, yeah. the Goblin yeah. Uh, soundtrack. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, everybody just one arm up while you're all dead on stage, wave, and then that was our curtain call. Yeah, very, 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 very fun moment at the end. And also, Michelle wants Aww. to know if you can get us some water. <laughs> <laughs> Which is another recurring bit of hers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just drink some water. Drink some water. They'll be fine. You're not throwing it yet. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, cool. So let's talk about um you, you did get two chances to do it, uh, and, and you made some tweaks and changes uh mm -hmm. to improve and make it more efficient uh in between the first and second year. Um but uh yeah, if you were gonna do another run of it uh tomorrow or start it tomorrow, what would you change what would you definitely keep the same i'd applaud myself for starting it right after halloween because i feel like we'd need yeah, a year right. to really get it going the way we wanted to finally yeah yeah get a whole year to put the props and right together yeah as, as opposed to a month well truly that's I, like i said it yeah. gives me a ton of anxiety just thinking about the, the the costume the effects the makeup the uh you know uh, all all the added elements there's because there's sound design too you, you, and and yeah some, uh, minor set pieces you had like Which, a table and blah 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 when you put it that way cracks me up because after stage fright i remember a uh, space fight uh, jen saying god i'm never gonna do this to myself because <laughs> 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 she made all the like all the stormtrooper yeah. like the the, the yeah, the, the Darth next Vader gonna, yeah. The next show is going to be simple. It's going to just be suits and ties, and that's it. And yep, it's our it. town. Oh wait, oh we can <laughs> yeah. do a zombie show. Oh, let's get fucking nuts. Okay, great, perfect. Right. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know, Pete. Let, we'll, we'll start. We'll do individual thoughts on it. Uh, what would you do the same? What would you do differently? Oh man, um, I would do a lot of it the same. Um, I would definitely use the video to help me direct it again because I remember this when we did it the next year, we started that same scene and I was like, how the fuck did we do that? 
right. I got to break it all down into into sections of this scene because it's too complicated to do all at once. Um, I would definitely use the video. <laughs> Try to skip the the uh, the uh, decision making fatigue. Right. Yeah. Um, um, but I mean, like the differences because the the differences in the first run to the second run. Um, the transit, the the final transition that's just Peterson and Michelle, um, trying to figure out how two people are going to play six characters while fighting off zombies. Um, like we streamlined that from the first year to the second year, and that was the only editing we did. We actually made a deal with PJ. We were like, if we can, if we can trim this one scene, can we have more blood next year? And he said, sure. <laughs> we did. We did that. That seems uh, like a fair trade. <laughs> hey, he, he bought it. We said yes. It. All right. <laughs> um, but that was the only tweak to the script. And like, yeah, I mean, this, I, I wouldn't change too much. I would definitely want to do more blood and make yeah, it. Yeah, let's be honest. It was a pretty awesome show like like yeah. what you yeah. don't have to come up with things you would change just for the sake of it it was i mean you guys uh were pretty false no, about I mean, it. The, the, <laughs> cast, the cast was amazing the special effects were incredible um and you you had mentioned the sound design i needed three computers oh really because um I needed some sound to come from backstage, some sound to come. Oh yeah, random random speakers. Because um, there were the sounds of the the zombie apocalypse happening outside, so there were you know the right. the zombies moaning and banging, and you know helicopters crashing and gunshots. And I had made I had made a, a, a hour and a half long sound effect of the zombie apocalypse happening outside. And if I tried to play that and then do the other sound effects, it would crash the program. So I had to put the zombie apocalypse on one. I had to put the zombie apocalypse on one computer. As people do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was another computer that was just the sound effects that were supposed to be happening in the Dracula play. And then another computer for the sound effects. That was what was happening. Like at one point, Michelle says she's going to, uh, board up the windows so in the next scene throughout the entire scene you hear hammering but it's only backstage and then i had to like design it so that it was coming out of different speakers so, so it would sound like she was moving uh like where what she was boarding up so that was a giant pain in the ass <laughs> I, I would, that's what i would do different i would make sure i still have those sound cues yeah how to get a stage manager and a backstage manager and <laughs> collect all the things you did. <laughs> it was it was the most fun pain in the ass though, because there were oh, so yeah. many, so many problems. It was like so much problem solving to try to engineer these these different layers, but it was just it was really cool just to be like, oh wait, oh I didn't think about that. Oh wait, okay, we'll have to do this. Oh, this doesn't work. Okay, what's plan B? Oh well that doesn't work. Okay, cool, let's try plan C then. Okay. Totally, yeah. But, um, in the second run, I don't even remember how it started. Um, <clears throat> Jeff started doing this bit where he would sing the Cheers theme song as a zombie. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think I think he was just having fun. Like when we were rehearsing, he would he would be yeah. bullshitting around, uh, pretending yeah. to be in zombie yeah. voice while while playing <laughs> covers on the piano. <laughs> so that got yeah. added to the show at one point. 
as as a zombie, he sang the Cheers theme. Yeah. Um, and Jen, you already said that you, you would want more of the blood special effects. Um, and like, so yeah, let me ask you this: uh, 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 Would you would you ever look to do it in a larger space? Like, um, did you ever think about taking it to other theaters or expanding it? Uh, we did. I think it just anytime it started to to come up, either theaters kind of had, um, you know, already had their their October programming on lock, or it's something that we should probably should have been coming at way earlier than than we had been. At, but we were just working on other stuff. So yeah, no, yeah but, it would hit like August and September. It would be like, let's shop it around. They do the fall season. They do that at like yeah. January. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I would love to, especially after COVID will have to end at some point um, mm -hmm. and theater will have to come back at some point. Thank God. And yeah, I think apocalypses will be funny again. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Let's make America laugh at the apocalypse again. Um, yeah. But I think, yeah, doing some fun, goofy, immersive theater again would really be uh Yes, well, super fun especially after we've been trying to keep away from each other. So having exactly. like zombies come up to you, get into your personal space. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mouthing each other. I would say, yeah, if, if we went to a bigger venue, I would like love to have just like zombies, uh, like cast people as just zombies to like right. go into the audience and, and fuck with people like that would be, that would be a fun addition i think yeah so like more than just the cast turning but like uh, uh yeah like people, people actually getting inside oh man if you could have an audience plant an audience plant i think when we talk about doing that at one point wasn't there gonna be some like audience I plant so. i think that's maybe that's what eric was gonna be first that's right oh yeah and it made more sense to have him be a stage manager yeah a stage hand um yeah doing stuff like um any of that old school William Castle stuff that they used to do, uh, you know, for his Buzzers shitty Buzzers under movies. the seat. Yeah. yeah. You know, anything oh. goofy like yeah. that. Or, you know, if we built a door to the theater that actually, you know, we could have some glass breaking in at some point or, you know, yeah. sugar glass or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like, uh, I feel like people would love it, especially because there's like uh, escape rooms are such a craze right now. And, and there's like a, the, the more realistic, like sort of hmm. psychologically, mind fucky it is the more people like it yeah. um so it's just it's just proof yeah. that uh yeah if, if you if you made a sh the show elements like that i'm sure people would go nuts for it um bob as assistant director was this the first show that you did some directing on or had you done stuff like that before I, th I think this is the first one i think this is the first yeah but i mean it was i really had nothing much to nothing to do these guys I had everything written everything uh i think this is my the first one i started doing video work on because i think we had to do the entrance oh no that was space fight so yeah but yeah it, it was it was fun just watching the, this whole process watching two, my two best friends trying to figure out this big puzzle they created for themselves so <laughs> there was yeah. there was a lot of because like jed would go and like work on props and costumes so bob and i would be sitting there and like at least three or four times in rehearsal, I would look at him and go, this makes sense, right? <laughs> That's basically my job. Just to reinsure, like, you're doing Wait, good, kids. This is what's <laughs> supposed to happen, right? Okay. Right. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so uh, 
uh, back, just jumping back real quick to the cleanup thing because I'm trying to think of like uh, things that I learned as a first uh, show experience. Um, They're not all that messy. Like, <laughs> but, um, you know, I think uh, I just, a, it's a little tiny thing, but like um, cleaning up after the show, it is so hard because like to do, to, to do the cleanup, um, if everybody does it, then it, it goes pretty quickly. Um, but it's also very difficult when you have like friends and family, uh, yeah. coming to the show yeah. and you want to like go say hi to them and everything. Yeah. And so, um, I don't know, like what I, I, I know, I'm sure that there were like, uh, tough directions to give of, of like everybody clean up immediately after the show or like you get 15 minutes to go out and say hi to people and then come back. Uh, but I, I remember being like, I, I feel like we should be cleaning up, but I also feel bad that my family's out there. Like, what, what are you, what are your thoughts as directors on like, um, I don't know, like, would you, would you tighten that or loosen it with another run? I think ideally at, if we were doing this at a, a larger, a larger space or even just doing it again, having a few more crew hands would probably be helpful and having people yeah. who were, um, well, maybe. Yeah, and also like there was it was a big enough cast that like if James, if you had family and friends out there, you could go talk to them. There's still eight other people who maybe didn't have family come to see that show. So like it was a big enough cast that there was always at least a couple of people who got started right away. So it was never like I never I never felt like I had to like uh like parent anyone. Be like sure. all right, come on back. You no, know, all right. Fun times over. You got to clean. Um, yeah, there was a, it. It was pretty. There was always someone cleaning up right away. Yeah, and it was cool too because like nobody, everybody was just gung ho about it. Everybody was like, "Yeah, it's part of the show. We just got to." In, in my Victorian costume, I got to mop <laughs> up this blood real quick. It's not, like nobody bitched about it. Nobody was like, "I don't want." Like nobody complained about having like everybody was just so on board to help with everything it was very cool i hope the cast really had a sense when they were coming into this of the amount of work they'd be putting in beyond just learning some lines and doing some blocking because it really is i mean it was an intense show yeah yeah and and you know uh and we got everybody that we wanted uh our first choice for every character we got which almost never never happens yeah that's awesome yeah, um, I, I, yeah getting yeses every phone call was very cool. Getting yeses for every phone call was very cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, it's 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 just nice when things fall into place uh, the way you picture them. Yeah, um, with especially with so many roles and elements in mind. Um, but uh, yeah, well, we, we can uh, we can wrap it up there. This is such a great conversation about uh, one of my all time favorite shows uh, that will always Absolutely. have a special place in my heart. I'm sure the same is uh, true for you three as well. Um, And for uh, uh, many people who came to see it, uh, including my mom. And um, (laughs) people uh, still talk about it. People still ask me about it, you know. Yeah. Um, Years later. Somebody. Yeah. Earlier this year, year, Peterson uh, mentioned uh, like what uh, possibly remount back when, you know, before times um, about like, had had I ever thought about remounting it? Um, yeah, and recast just the thought of recasting a bunch of parts gave me a headache, and so I stopped thinking about it. So he released a uh, <laughs> a global pandemic, so he wouldn't have yeah. to do yeah. it. Yeah, I, yeah. 
Such a peep <laughs> move. Such a peep <laughs> move. Peter. On me, guys. Um, okay, before we go, we got uh, just a comment on uh, the, the hard work from Michelle, uh, who says, I think we knew it was going to be hard work, but we didn't know the extent. It was so worth it, though, because we all loved it so much and had so much pride in it. And uh, yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, I And first experience for me and truly, I, I was like, I don't know how much work you're supposed to do or not do. And the only the only real thing that I had known before was um, uh, forensics, which uh, is is a pretty uh, it's highly detailed rehearsal and whatnot. So I was used to being meticulous uh, about that kind of stuff. And um, uh, I don't know, taking taking um, uh, pride in in like staying to clean up or staying to um, take care of business. So uh, you get out of it what you put into it. We all put a lot into it and got so much out of it. So I yeah. agree with that, Michelle. Yeah. Um, okay, great. Uh, Pete and Jen, thanks so much for joining. Yes, um, thank you. Any... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thanks um, for having us. Thing. Any, anything you want to plug or mention uh, that's that's going on? Anything at all? Or just... Uh, I have a, uh, a podcast I do with uh, my friends Matt Rose and Matt Noss called Transmissions from the Dark Side. We are recording sporadically at this point, but we're going through... Um, uh, Tales from the Dark Side and Monsters. Uh, so if you like anthology horror or listening to people blather, uh, you can find that on uh, wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, nice. And on Gabber Media, where it's uh, on Gabber Media, yes, <laughs> where, uh, where Improv FAQ is also found. Um, right. uh, Pete, what anything for you? Uh, yeah, I got stuff. <laughs> nice. No, uh, what, I don't. You, I, I all. I do all of it with you, James. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> go labs go labs on tuesdays uh not this, day, though. Just, not this week we want to, to, why is something we, going on yeah what are yeah, you guys doing it's a party the, the actual apocalypse <laughs> yeah. um yeah. and then every other friday on go comedy's facebook page we do date night and then okay i'm not gonna promote all of go comedy's streaming shows right now i'm involved yeah, it's a lot <laughs> hey james is there something you would like to promote? Hell yeah. Uh, speaking <laughs> of Halloween weekend, uh, I just released Stories to be Murdered by uh, as a Halloween horror release. Um, Pretty good. Yeah, I got a copy. Yeah. Uh, that's on Bandcamp and YouTube, Apple Music and Spotify, um, and uh, slowly making its way to everywhere else. If you're, if you're looking for it anywhere else, uh, it'll trickle in on other platforms. But um, uh, Stories to be Murdered by... Uh, and I guess I, I can also say that uh, tomorrow I'm actually going to do um, a, a ten minute ten minute spot in front of the Planet Ant home team uh, live stream, um, which will be some some kind of uh, uh, performance use drawing from from that album. So um, that's, oh, that's uh, tomorrow at thirty. Awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. and I'm also yeah on Monday nights on Planet Ant's uh, streaming sites I perform with the home team. Bada boom. Bob, cool. boom. Bob, do you, Bob, do you have anything to promote? Uh, I'm building a, a the Ford Bronco now, so if anybody wants <laughs> to buy a, a quality car, Ford Bronco, <laughs> baby. Uh, do you know anything else you want to plug, Bob? God, no, I do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, thanks again for joining. Thanks for tuning in. We'll catch you next time on Improv FAQ at length. Bye. 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 Bye.